Hello and welcome to What's On at Cineworld Cinemas. I'm Luke Owen. And I'm Ollie Davis. How are you feeling, mate? It's episode two of like this new style of podcast that we're doing for this show. Or the podcast extras that we're doing for this show. Yeah, I'm good. My, my lady partner has had years of wanting to support me, but also not caring one bit about professional wrestling. But now we're doing a movie thing. She can listen to all the embarrassing stories I tell about her on a movie show. Excellent so so maybe, maybe I've got to not do all the her indoors jokes yeah, and the old stuff, you know. Shame, and yeah. so just a hundred percent of my humour right there. No, I love her very much. I'm in a very committed relationship. She supports me in everything I do. She is excellent yeah. after all. Yeah. Uh, no, it's it's cool. I actually listened back to the episodes because I was curious to see, you know, how it sounded. You know, make sure that my edit, make sure that my edit was all good and everything like that. Genuinely, I very much enjoyed it. And I don't want to, you know, just blowing our own trumpet and, and things like that, but I thought it was pretty good audio content. And it's nice to, to talk about something other in a staged way that isn't wrestling. Mm. You know, I love the most movies. staged thing. Yeah, I love movies. And it just, I've, I think I've got a new segment. <gasps> a new <clears throat> segment for the podcast? Yes. Oh, do tell. Well, do, 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 should we do the old segment first? No, I want to hear this new one. I want to hear well, your new pitch. I watched half of Mary Poppins Returns mm -hmm. over the weekend. And first off, we didn't know what the sequel to Mary Poppins was called. So when we were trying to find it, I was like, oh, is it like Mary Poppins? Resurrection. It's not Mary Poppins 2. But no, then I was like, I joked, it's Mary Poppins Rebirth. <laughs> and then I just went on and on about all the ridiculous things that it could be called. And yeah. we're talking about the Matrix Resurrections trailer today. Mary Poppins Resurrections. Yeah, well, we said it last week with uh, Rise of the Foot Soldier. Origins. Yeah, Mary Poppins. Origins, <laughs> Mary Poppins. Origins. Yeah, that's the problem as well. Because the other one you tend to do with that is when you just do the character's name. Yeah. So like you could have called Matrix Four Neo. No, for, so for for Mary Poppins, you're saying you would do. But actually, you can't do because the first movie was called her name. You would have to do another character, <gasps> so it'd be like Creed. You know. <laughs> yeah. uh, what would um? Uh, what's Dick Van Dyke's character is sort of played by. Alexander Hamilton, Lin-Manuel Miranda in uh, Rebirth. Hold on, I'll load up. The Chimney Sweep. Yeah, no, yeah. What do you call it? The Chimney Sweep. Chimney yeah. Sweep. Well, that that makes sounds it like so a horror film. It also makes it then sound like it's a um, like a spin-off movie. Mm -hmm. Like, you know, like, you know, at one point, um, Disney decided, like, hey, we should do a whole movie based around that singular character within this. Yeah. Or you do a dark reimagining. It was Bert, was uh, Dick Van Dyke's character. Bert? In Mary Poppins. Really? Yeah. That's it? Yeah, Bert. Do you think Bert would sell tickets? Maybe that's why they didn't do it. They were yeah. like, I think the bigger draw here is Mary Poppins. I was, just, I was literally just about to say, Mr. Banks. But they've, they've done, done that, saving yeah. Mr. Banks. And it was Jack in uh, Mary Poppins Return. That was Lin-Manuel Lin Miranda. He is, uh, I think, I, I, I feel like questionable movie accents is becoming a cornerstone of this show. Mm -hmm. Lin-Manuel Miranda's is not, not geographically accurate. But do you I think, don't know what, what accent he's doing. But do you not think that was a choice? Because the whole joke about, oh, little Mary Poppins, Dick Van Dyke over here, oh, little Mary Chip Chip and her own, all that. Well, the, but Dick Van Dyke's version was over the top. That's what people make fun of it for. 
Lin-Manuel Miranda's just isn't an accent. <laughs> I don't think it, it exists anywhere. Probably not, no, but I don't think Dick Van Dyke's does either. Yeah, it exists in imaginations. Uh, well, maybe well, Lin-Manuel Miranda's exist in imaginations. So, so what? So, I guess the segment is find a relatively innocent, family-friendly movie and give it a cool-sounding sequel name. So that's what Paw we're after. Paw Patrol. So, yes. So Resurrection. That's, that's what we're after for this... <laughs> that's what we're after for this week's comments. So, like, on the on the video version of this, it's linked in the podcast description. Leave your suggestions there and we'll read out our favourite ones on next week's show. Have you got any? Family-friendly movie that could have... I mean, it's yeah, a good one. You don't Paw Patrol, which is really good. The Muppets Reloaded, but that sounds like something they would spoof anyway. Exactly, yeah. And I'm I'm actually surprised that they haven't. Why do they all begin with R? Reloaded, Revolutions, Rebirth, Resurrection, Resurrections. Hmm. What is Remix. <laughs> Remix is. Well, they haven't done like Remix yet. For the Paw Patrol one, well, you get verses. Mary Mary Poppins versus Bert. <laughs> yeah. What was uh I can't I now cannot think of any movie apart from the Paw Patrol movie. Chipmunks. Alvin well, and the Chipmunks. Do you remember but like, they've got great scenes? I was gonna say Chipwrecked. Yeah, the the Squeakwool. Oh so genius titles. Like it felt like that, you know, they in a board meeting someone said, Oh, we'll call it the Squeak one. They were mm. like, Well now we've got to green light it. Got, <laughs> we have no other option now but to green light this movie. But you need the origin story. Well, of Alvin and the Chipmunks. Alvin and the Chipmunks, year one. Our oh, year one's good. Do you remember when they were going to do that John McClane year one movie? Were they? Yeah, there was a the recast Bruce. Yeah, and it's, it's all falling apart now. But like they were going to do this like uh, Die Hard Origins movie. And it's like we saw the Die Hard Origins movie. It was called Die Hard. Like <laughs> that's the whole point of Die Hard. Yeah, but what was he before? A, a regular cop, just a, just <laughs> just a bloke. Because yeah. that would be really undermining of the first Die Hard movie. Yeah, if they then make a movie where he does something similar. Yeah. Two years before that. Exactly, yeah. Because I remember that um, uh, Sir Patrick um, uh, rested. <clears throat> he, he once had a one of my favorite lines. They did that TV show Krypton. And he was like, I don't know why you would bother doing a show about Krypton, whose only interesting thing is that it blew up. Hey, they had <laughs> flying dogs. <laughs> exactly. I mean, he's just like, the only interesting thing that planet ever did was blow up. I think I sounded a bit like Christopher Walken when I just said that. <laughs> hey. Hey. They had flying. Flying dogs. Dogs. <laughs> uh, right, let's have oh, a look oh, at the... Oh, oh, God, new oh. segment. Another... <laughs> Christopher Walken. Who would he play in the MCU? Well, we have got some Nick Short Cage ones that we'll get to. Well, no, they've done the watch now, haven't they? Jeffrey Wright's doing the watcher. Mm. Who would you have Christopher Walken play? Reed well, Richards. Come on, let's be honest. He will be a villain of the movie, yeah. villain of the week character. You never hear from him again. I think he has to be in a comedy movie, though. I think he has to be sort of Jeff of... Goldblum style. Yes, exactly. Yeah, like you make him almost the villain of of Guardians Three or something. Oh, that would be perfect. Yeah. I'm not familiar with the Rogues Gallery for the Guardians, so no, I wouldn't know who. who I, he I could don't play. think anyone is. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I, one of my favourite things of when the Guardians movie got announced like way 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 back when and low people were like oh yeah no I used to read those comics like hey, no one read those no. comics because they, they had like four comics in the 60s mm-hmm. and then two comics in the 80s no one read those comics oh my god I used to read these when I was growing up no you didn't <laughs> Sam Abner brought it back in 2008 Don't and you're a 30 year old man Hi. Um, Franklin said good to see you guys review something other than wrestling it's a refreshing change 
I could not agree、mm. more.、Uh, Colin asked, "What are your thoughts on the upcoming Eternals movie? I feel like it's going under the radar, but has the potential to be one of Marvel's best films this year." Well, I've replied to this, Colin,、uh, saying I saw Nomadland this year.、Uh, didn't love the movie, but I thought that visually it is stunning. So Chloe Zhao, the director there, Oscar winner. God, I don't think. Has there been a Marvel release with like Academy、Oscar、Academy winner. Award winning? Yeah, I wonder、Not、how much、no. they lean into that for the marketing. They they used to do it for the actors, didn't they?、Mm. Do you remember we said that they should have done that? That that should have just been the trailer for Endgame. Was just listing off all of the people、yeah. and all of the awards that they've won. <laughs>、uh, but yeah, I I'm excited to see her vision in the MCU. Yeah, because because aesthetically. It's stunning. Same sees. I'm also、uh, looking forward to seeing them sort of answer the questions of like, who wouldn't get involved in Endgame? Like, <laughs> where were you when this was happening? That, that sort of stuff. I'm Fair looking question, forward to. Fair question, though. <laughs> um, also love Camille Nanjiani.、Um, Uh, what we got here? Oh, oh、uh, Lex sells merch. It's so excited to finally watch Shang Chi. Hoping to get to see it sooner rather than later because the hype is real. I've had so many messages from people like throughout the week being like, "Got to see it." And you were totally right.、Mm. It's so so great.、Um, Alex said, "Hey guys, love the show, but surely you can't have Guardians of the Galaxy Volume Two that high in your rankings." Movie's tone is so inconsistent. I again, I th- yeah, I've answered this one as well, but for podcast purposes, I really love that movie. I didn't, and I didn't love it when it came out because I had my expectations were so high, and I came out thinking, "Well, great start, great ending. What was going on with the middle?" Taserface isn't as funny as it thinks it is. No, no. But I've watched it back, and man, God, like Mary Poppins, y'all. Yeah, the speaking emotion, of Mary Poppins, the emotional gut punch of like all the Yondu stuff is so so great. Yeah, I think it's,、uh, I think it's really a real, real treat. And if you don't like it. As much or rank it as highly, that's fair for me personally. I love it. Yeah, it's a movie that's actually climbed up my rankings、yeah. a lot over the years.、Um, I mean, someone said that your hair looks really good, and then someone replied to that saying Luke's hair looks really good.、So、<laughs> thank you very much.、Um, someone did actually say、uh, James Robinson just watched Shang Chi today. It was amazing.、Mm-hmm. So he loved to see that.、Um, Yang said I've seen Shang Chi and Legend of the Rings, Ten Rings in 4DX on opening、oh. day. Oh my god, that. Freaking bus scene. Well, I was thinking as well. Like, I, I actually do want to go check it out on 4DX because there's all the element stuff, like with the wind and everything.、Yeah. Like that opening fight sequence with like the wind and everything blowing around in the screen. I think that'd be、yeah. really, really good.、But、yeah, you're right. That bus sequence, crikey, motion sickness <laughs> in the best way. <laughs>、um, Just got、uh, this from Zach. Just got back from the cinema. Thought the trailers、um, were great, and the movie is incredible. Probably the best MCU origin movie. Way better than the trailers make it look. Oh yeah. Oh, completely agree. And I like the trailers are decent, but I was not prepared for how good. Now, Joe is the first person to answer the Nick Cage question、oh. and said Nick Cage should play Wolverine. Oh my god. That's good. I'm actually more of an adamantium protector. <laughs> <laughs> oh, he would be. Well, no, he wouldn't be good. <laughs> <laughs> he wouldn't be good, but I can see it. Yeah. Maybe if it is the multiverse and we get loads of different versions elsewhere, of elsewhere Wolverine. Because、yeah. we, I keep talking about the Hugh Jackman verse, pushing that idea, and in one of those, it's Nicolas Cage who's Wolverine. Yeah. 
No, in the universe where it's just Hugh Jackman as a normal actor, our Earth Zero Hugh Jackman, in that universe, Nicolas Cage is Wolverine. I'm going to do you one better. I think one of the multiverses is Nicolas Cage's every character <gasps> in the MCU. And like, so you just have the scene where you go into the Avengers, like, you know, at the Avengers Tower, and he is Captain America, <laughs> Iron Man, Hawkeye, Black Widow, and like, putting him in the big wigs and everything. <laughs> like being John Malkovich, that scene where he walks into the cafe. <laughs> exactly, yeah. Right, well, we need to get into the show itself because the first trailer for The Matrix dropped and we watched it. We watched the premiere of it on YouTube. We were there just in time to watch it. So, like, you've got some genuine first-time reactions for us. Here they are. Should we just watch it? Should we just watch it now? Oh my god. Oh my god. <laughs> oh my god. Oh my god. Oh my god. Oh my god. We're oh actually my god. on a premiere. It's actually happening. Put it up here. Six. It's starting. Five, four, three, two, one. Well, that looks fake. That looks like Sims. You seem particularly triggered right now. Can you tell me what happened? Black Cat is the deja vu. John Wick. We don't use that word in here. Neil Patrick Harris. So Neo doesn't remember? It was a dream. Right. <gasps> Carrie Ann Moss? He's just met Carrie Ann Moss. It's they me. look like they remember each other. Have we met? taking blue pills. This is the classic down the rabbit hole song yes. that every film like this uses. Yeah. Doesn't have that Matrix look, like there's not, not the well, green not, yeah, tinge. Yeah. Also, it's not 1999 anymore. He's, like, he's, he's taking nothing but blue pills. Are you finally recognizing <laughs> it's not the 90s? <laughs> uh oh, he's actually. Oh, something's glitching. Okay, he's gonna take a red pill. It is so anime. Yeah. The only thing that matters to you is still here. I know it's why you're still fighting and why you will never give up. Seems a lot like the first one. You don't know me. No. Oh! <laughs> this Christmas? Yeah. What? Yeah, he's almost out this year. This is the first trailer. <laughs> It's three months away. Agents. That's pretty cool. There was a little shot of the real world there. Oh, that's cool action. Here we go, here we go, here we go. Bullet time stuff. <laughs> Oh yes! Stopping, stopping all the bullets. 
Oh, snap! That was right. After all these years, to be going back to where it all started. Back to the Matrix. It's always sunny in Philadelphia. Yeah. <laughs> it's always sunny in Philadelphia, guy. <laughs> oh, okay. 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 All right. All right. All right. All right. 22nd of December. Yeah. Usually, I have to wait. You, do you ever get that where it's like really cool trailer? You're really super excited. A year and a half away. Yeah. yeah like yeah. you get that a lot at Comic Con trailers. I'm like, well, well, well great. Now yeah. I'll just sit here, really horny. Yeah, yeah. Wait, what am I gonna do with myself? Waiting for eighteen months before I find out what any of that actually means. Because we don't have to wait till, like that long to work that's, out what. That's months away. So right, let's let's kind of recap literally what we just saw. Okay, there was Doc Ock in it. Um, <laughs> We're getting confused again. You are, yeah. Hello, Neo, Peter. Uh, <laughs> so, we've got Keanu Reeves. What I love about this is Keanu Reeves clearly has now got a clause in his contract <laughs> that just says, yeah, if you get me in your movie, uh, I'm not cutting my hair and, and I'm not shaving my beard because I never know when I'm going to need to be John Wick again. So yeah. I'm just going to be, I'm just going to look like John Wick. That's what you're getting with me now. They make a lot of John Wick movies and long may they continue. It, lit it happened with Bill and Ted. Like he showed up to the set of Bill and Ted and he's like, yeah, I know I'm, Bill, but also I'm John Wick, so yeah. you're getting John Wick. But like, so we got, he is back in the Matrix, taking blue pills so that he does not find, remember the real world and what's outside of the Matrix as he plugged himself back in. You, you'd, you'd assume so. I mean, at the end of Revolutions, which was the third one a hundred years ago now, Neo sacrificed himself in the real world to kind of Re restart the Matrix, or, yeah. or not restart the Matrix, but make a good place for humans and machines to live alongside each other. Yeah, they peacefully. essentially just turned it off and turned it on again. Yeah, they pulled out the plug, yeah, put it yeah. back in, and Colonel Sanders was like, cool. here is my new place. My new Matrix. And so you, you would think, but part of Matrix law is that you've got these rogue programs. That's something they establish in Reloaded and Revolutions, which is one of the coolest parts about the Matrix. Unfortunately, they did it in the really, you know, <laughs> divisive second and third movies. And everyone always forgets about how cool that is. Yeah. It's a good movie. There's one good movie in those two films. Oh, yeah, yeah. And it's not in Zion. <laughs> so maybe Neo is just like an echo of himself in the programming of the new Matrix. Because, yeah, so he's taking these blue pills. He then takes the red pill and goes through the, the door, so to speak, and goes like out into the real world. And then he's got that showdown with new Morpheus, I guess. And like he literally says, you don't know who I am. I'm actually, I, I know Kung Fu. I'm really good at it, actually. And so he does clearly, I think you're right on the, the echo thing. that He does, he is the Neo that we knew, but it's like new Neo. Neo Neo. No, yeah, the two? <laughs> two Neo. Out. <laughs> Do a really cool mm. yeah, anagram of that. Or oh, he also meets Trinity, played by Carrie Ann Fisher still. Carrie Ann Moss. Carrie Ann Moss. <laughs> you always do that. <laughs> There's your mistake for the episode. He he shakes hands with her. He shakes hands with her and he's like. Oh, is that have yeah. we are, She says, have we met before? Yeah. Which is very cool. Because I remember like when they announced Carrie Ann Moss was in the movie, a lot of people Fisher. were just like... <laughs> you actually threw me off the <laughs> They did, like... There was a lot of people online that were like, how? 
because she quite famously died in one of the best scenes in uh, Matrix Revolution, producer Rich. Uh, Great acting. Absolutely loves that scene. Um, so this is quite a cool way to bring her back into it. So I, I, she can almost be, it's like a reverse uh, situation what we had with the first Matrix, where like, she was his guide and now he can be her guide through the Matrix. Well, you don't think it's like, you know, because usually the Matrix is people IRL plugged in to the the simulation, mm -hmm. <laughs> like like this isn't also that. Am I right, guys? Simulation theory. Who cares? <laughs> so oh no, but there's a scene where she in the trailer where she was plugged in in a, in a plug. Yeah. So that is really her. That's she's not like an NPC. No. This isn't free guy a free guy sequel. No. Have they like taken her body, plugged her back in, and sort of like added her ah. back into the Matrix, and almost like again giving her a little bit of a reboot? Yeah, she's comatose or something. But she can she can exist in the real in in the Matrix world. Well, I mean, we'll have to wait until the film comes out. But like to, to work all of this out. So I guess your instant thoughts on that trailer. You know, two and a half minutes or whatever it was. Very cool Jefferson Airplane soundtrack mm -hmm. for the film. Um, there's a lot of questions around it, which I like. But what did you think of it? I by the end when they started doing all of the Matrix stuff, where Neo is like, I'm gonna kung fu you in the chest. Yeah, bullets and, are coming at me. No, yeah. they're not. Yeah, it was like like stopping loads of bullets. Yeah. Or when he deflecting that missile into the helicopter. That was the oh, that, that was, was amazing. So cool. Yeah, because yeah, that's pretty powerful, yeah. right? Oh yeah. I, I mean, mean, he is God. The bit that got me was the agent. <laughs> the agent when he pops up because that was like of all the things bullet time you know we didn't get a full bullet time shot we just got stopping bullets but i don't know why that the agent face change was the biggest callback to the original trilogy looking at that trailer apart from the characters the actors and spots as we call them in the wrestling biz like aesthetically it didn't scream out to me Early noughties, late nineties Matrix. I didn't see one leather trench coat I in know. that movie. Where's the flip phones? <laughs> Maybe they're all the, yeah. you know, they're tr trying to. Trying to bring them back. No one has put a green filter. Actually, maybe someone... There was no green! Maybe that'll be the big YouTube edit, mm. is people putting green filters over the whole thing to make it feel like it's the original film again. So this isn't them going back to shortly after Revolutions in, like, our 2005 time. This is a, a film made for today, I suppose. Mm. Like, at the start, we both said, well, that doesn't look real. That doesn't look like what we remember the Matrix or the Zion world. It looked kind of like when you get those 3D planning yeah. projects for a, a, a new a new build. Mm -hmm. Showing our age. <laughs> <laughs> the amount we look at new build houses. <laughs> and oh. anyone else. Is that a gated development? Anyone 15 years younger than us would have said, yeah, it looks like this shot from whatever brand yeah. new game's out. Sims. Sonic. Yeah. <laughs> But yeah, so it's it's definitely playing into what today's world would be capable of a simulation. Whereas back in the original Matrix, it was very much you know computers typing in. It was it was an imagined version of the future. Whereas that future, arguably, we are now living in. Mm -hmm. um, in terms of excitement, it's a. I hope they get Neo to superpowered version like. 
within half an hour. Oh yeah, 40 minutes. Yeah. 40 minutes max is what yeah, you want. It seemed like a first act you, thing. We don't need an hour of Keanu Reeves being the uh, um. uh, Mr. Anderson from the original. It was like, what? What is going on, dude? Like, <laughs> we don't really need a lot of that. Particularly because he's got that such gruff voice now. It's like, I don't know what the Matrix is, mm -hmm. man. Yeah. It's so he will. Yeah, because you don't want a new hope. You don't want to uh, Force Awakens it, where you just essentially retread the yeah, first yeah, film. Yeah. But you know, you get, you get so much Super Neo in that. Maybe it will be more of a, a combination of what Reloaded and Revolutions would be with the first film. Yeah. What um what were your thoughts? I the, there was a sequence on a train that looks like that's going to be like the big action sequence of the movie. You know like each of the films had like this is the scene that people are going to talk about. Like in the second one it was that highway chase Brilliant. thing. Like I think that train sequence is going to be this this film's version of that and I think it's going to it looked really cool. I got the impression of portal fun. Oh because yeah, yeah, they yeah. were like opening doors <laughs> Punch mm. you through the portal, close the yeah. door. So maybe that train is just like a a bit, like one. Maybe it's a fight scene that takes place across several Multiple, different areas, yeah. but they're all jumping between them. Yeah. I mean, they come up. They're, they're so good with choreographing high concept action scenes. And the, the thing, that, the thing that popped you the most is that this film is out in December. Yes. So yeah, we don't, I mean, we don't have to wait very long to find out. Like, it's only in three months' time, basically. I, I wish there was some form of three-month trial, Luke, for for a Cineworld Unlimited card where I could take advantage of this near-release date. Well, more on that later. But for right now, let's talk about the films we've got coming out this week. Kicking things off with, I can't not wait to watch this movie. I'm going to see it tonight. Malignant, the new movie from visionary director James Wan, his latest nightmare. I am, and I'm not joking here, dragging my wife. <laughs> kicking and screaming because she does not, I'm pretty sure it's going to send her into labour because she is, she watched the trailer for this and she was like, I cannot watch that at the cinema. But I'm so excited to see it. I love James Wan's movie so much that I was like, no, 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 this is day one release. We're going to go see this film. You look like you're slightly too terrified. Why are they all so scary at the moment? <laughs> we were talking about Candyman last week and yeah. it's not even October yet. No, we're getting it early. Well, save it all for the scary season. Oh, I, feel, yeah. I feel better around scary season. I feel braver. Have you not been to a shop? Like, all the Halloween decorations are out. Halloween starts in September. Is James Wan calling them his new nightmares now? They're not new productions. I thought that you you said oh, it. Oh no no no! I, I just we should tell him that's a good bit of marketing. I mean, maybe the latest nightmare from James Wan. It's actually pretty good. It's not a James Wan film anymore. <gasps> it's a it's James a James Wan nightmare. nightmare. Well, anyway, it's it's pretty applicable for this movie because it's someone with sleep paralysis. Oh yeah, having all of the horrible nightmares around them. It's kind of like locked in syndrome. It's up there with biggest fears ever. A whole movie like that. So you're not. So what you're saying is that you're not going to be checking this film out tonight. If I'm brave. <laughs> but if, if I'm a big brave boy. If you're not a big brave boy, what are you going to check out instead? Cop shop. <laughs> yeah, I thought you might pick one. Tell us about cop shop. Cop shop is Gerard Butler. Is that good? I mean, which Gerard Butler are you trying to do? I mean, they're all the same. 
It's like Ray Winston, right? <laughs> Ray Winston doing Russian. I only told you to blow the bloody vodka off. <laughs> and but Cup Shop is I can't remember which one of them, but one character is trying to escape a hitman, so he gets himself locked up and he's in the cell. And the other so either Gerald Butler or Frank Grillo whoever plays the hitman of this dynamic, he's going after him and he gets himself also locked up in the prison. So now they're just like, ah, that, that, that. It's like sort of Assault on Precinct 13, mm -hmm. Die Hard. It's like action film plus closed off location. Yeah. Dir Love it. Directed by Joe Carnahan. Uh, I'm actually pretty, I'm looking forward to this. I'm not gonna be able to see it tonight because I've picked, Malignant is my pick of the week, mm -hmm. but this is something I'm going to check out. Like Dan Layton, we've got an interview. Uh, Dan Layton speaks with Gerard Butler a bit later on, um, which we're going to get to very shortly. And he was like raving about it. He really, really enjoyed it. The other film you can go check out this week is Respect, um, which, uh, why don't you tell us a little bit about that one? Well, it's a Aretha Franklin biopic starring as Aretha Franklin, the ex Mrs. David Atunga, WWE superstar David Atunga. Still with the company. Playing, Haven't seen him for years. Such a niche audience. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you know, they used to be married. They're not anymore. And now she's leading a, a Hollywood <laughs> biopic movie. I always like a biopic movie. Yes. And Aretha Franklin has got such an interesting story. And Jennifer Hudson's amazing. Mm -hmm. So I think this is going to be, uh, I think this is going to be really, really great. But let's go, let's just jump back to Cop Shop for yeah, just a just quick minute for the Cop Shop because Dan Layton, Cinemania loser Dan Layton, <laughs> got to sit down with Gerard Butler and Alexis Lauder. Sorry, did you want to add in? No, he came third. Oh yeah, but he didn't win, did he? Sorry. Yeah, I guess so. He's a, he's a loser, stupid loser, Cinemania. <laughs> Here he is chatting with Gerard Butler and Alexis Lauder. The first thing I wanted to talk to you about was how you became involved with the project to begin with. Gerald, I know the uh, script has been on your radar for quite a while. Yeah, uh, yeah. I, this was a script that we kind of had in our back pocket for a few years. And then Joe Carnahan, we'd always said we were going to work together at some point. And he called me and he was like, yo, bro, yeah, I got this script, Police Station. It's called Police Station at the time. He goes, you doing it? I said, I'm thinking about it. You know, at some point he went, okay, let me rewrite it. And then, and then we should get together. We work with me, you and Frank. I went, you know what? Actually, this sounds like something that would be good. You know, it was right in the middle of the pandemic without anybody working at all. We'd be lucky if we could pull that off. Mm -hmm. It also felt like just a really fun form of, of ludicrous escapism yeah. that we could all do with a taste of at this time. You know, we went from there and it actually all came together really quick. Alexis, I was going to ask you, because this character, Valerie, is, is a fantastic character right up there with the sort of action Western heroes of, of your yeah. in many ways. Um, <laughs> what was that like for you, for you to pick up that role? Yeah, when I, when I got the audition and I was like, Joe Carnahan, what? And then later I found out that Gerard Butler and Frank Grillo were attached. I'm like, I'm the luckiest girl in the world. <laughs> but I really Now she thinks differently.
But there's a bunch of other movies that you can check out if you didn't get to see them last week, including Shang-Chi and the Legend of the Ten Rings, Candyman, Free Guy, the Paw Patrol movie, Snake Eyes, G.I. Joe Origins, and Jungle Cruise. I'm going to assume Cop Shop is your pick of the week. Yeah, I'd probably go Cop Shop, but, you know, it's still out there in cinemas. We recommended it so much last week. I cannot recommend enough Paw Patrol, guys. <laughs> go get your tickets now. It's it's something special. I have been doing podcasts with you for a decade, and you still fool me with that sort of caper. And I don't know how you capers. Get... <laughs> Is that what we have here? Jokes and japes. Jokes, yeah. japes, capers. <laughs> yes, obviously Shang Chi is the pick, but I love Free Guy as well. Yeah, there's there's a lot. It's after you know a lot of no releases for a while. I feel like we're really sport for choice at the moment. Hey, you know what? Get an unlimited card. Then you can just go for a, a triple decker in a day. Well, you know, the thing is, Oli, is that I'm a bit of a, despite the fact that I am married and about to have a kid, I'm a bit of a commitment phone. Mm. If Tell me about that. Yeah, Why? I mean, I, I, I really feel like I don't think I could realistically commit to something like an unlimited card for a whole year. A whole year. I mean, I, trust me, I've been doing it. God, when did I get my first unlimited card? Like 20, 2013. Wow, I mean, that's a long time. That's You've a been... big commitment. Yeah. But it's only a year at a time, and then you reassess, and then you're like, of course I'm gonna, it's a great deal. Yeah, I mean, I, and I totally get that, but like, I'm, there's part of me that just thinks like, a year is a long time though. But what if I told you that you could just have it for three months to try it out? Is that, is that exciting you? Does that get over your commitment phobiness? I think it does, actually. Jesus Christ. <laughs> I think it does three months. So, Cinewater uh, got a great offer on at the moment with your unlimited card, where from £9.99, you can get your unlimited card, but you don't have to commit to the full year now. It's just three months, and you can cancel after that three months is over. Really, really awesome. There are some fantastic films coming out for the rest of this year as well. I'm really looking forward to, obviously, Ghostbusters Afterlife. Obviously, Halloween Kills. Come on, can't wait for that. But The Matrix is included in it. Like, that three-month period, you think, ah, it's only three months. June's in that period. The oh Matrix God. is in that period. Spider-Man's in that period. Hello, Peter. Like, so many big releases. Like, what film are you most looking forward to before the end of the year? It's... It's Dune. Yeah. Like, you know, I, there's... A, Hello, Peter, yes. The Matrix, yes. But it's Dune. Yeah. I, it looks so good. I love Villeneuve as a director. I've been following him from the very start because I'm cooler right. and more yeah, academic yeah, yeah. than you. Mm -hmm. And I just... It, it, oh. No trailer has gotten me so excited than the Dune trailer. I cannot, I cannot wait. It's the front cover of uh, this this month's Little White Lies as well. Yeah, I get, I get that small <laughs> indie movie magazine too. Uh, it's beautiful, beautiful edition. Well, you can pick your favourite film by clicking the link in the video description down below to find out more about how you can get this awesome unlimited card offer. Quick reminder for everyone, this coming Monday, you can pre-book your tickets for No Time to Die. There's one. There's another one. Frickin' James Bond movie. Yeah, all right. So yeah, I'm, honestly, I'm super duper excited for, because I, I feel like I've been waiting for this film for so long now. You know, you were mentioning earlier about trailers and like yeah. having to wait like that. That's, but it's a whole film. Like I saw the trailer 
I've seen so many trailers for it, in fact, so long ago. I just need the film now. I want. I just want to see what else happens after he rides the motorbike down the <laughs> stairs bit. <laughs> I love that shot. Yeah. Um, however, I've been watching Married at First Sight UK, and one of the guys on there looks like Daniel Craig. Oh, really? And I'm worried he's going to ruin actual Daniel Craig for me. For a second, I thought you were going to say, I'm worried that he's going to be cast as the new James Bond. <laughs> <laughs> they might not notice. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe that's the new like uh, TV show format that we can pitch. So it's like Married at First Sight, but you just put re regular people in film roles that they look a little bit like. With the with the so you're matching the director, director. and a random person <laughs> off the street for a massive blockbuster high budget movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That that seems safe and a wise investment. <laughs> You can also pre-book your tickets for Harry Potter and the Philosopher's Stone, the 20th anniversary screening of the movie. What's uh, your favourite scene from Harry Potter and the Philosopher's Stone? That one when he gets on the motorbike and he goes down the, <laughs> the stairs. Have you seen it? Yeah, it's Hagrid. <clears throat> uh, I, I, I love it all. Yeah, obviously all the opening stuff when Harry's first starting to find out who he really is, the, mm -hmm. the, all the invitations bursting out everywhere. We've actually got a Harry Potter super fan off camera. What's your favourite scene from Philosopher's Stone? Oh, uh, probably when they meet Hermione for the first time. When they meet Hermione for the first time. He was time. crying as he said that. He was. Just he... recounting it. Yeah, yeah. Andy yeah. Datsun, that was. <laughs> <laughs> but that's not the only things you can pre-book your tickets for because Event Cinema is still coming up, including Oasis live at Nebworth on the 23rd of September. And Luke's told me he's already bought tickets. It's Cliff Richard, the Great 80 Tour Live on the 27th of October. Path thinks Nicolas Cage should play the thing in Fantastic Four. You want that thick Bronx accent though, New York accent for Ben Grimm. Mm. Um, and you'd lose a lot of the crazy Cage facial expressions under the prosthetics. Yeah. I was surprised at how good Jamie Bell, Jamie Bell yeah. was as the thing. Yeah, in that um, yeah. Josh Trank's Fantastic Four, yeah. Yeah, no, I think like if you're gonna put him in a Fantastic Four movie, being Reed Richards. Because yeah, he's a bit of an older guy. Mm, he's got I don't see it. No, I don't. I don't think he can play the lead. That's the, yeah, that's the thing with Reed Richards is he's not supposed to be this young, sexy guy, but they keep mm. casting young, sexy guys to play. Uh, too Richards. many young, sexy guys on my screen. <laughs> <laughs> that was. I want to see that comment next week <laughs> on the what's on. God, guys, guys, get, there's too many sexy young guys on the <laughs> too screen. Many sexy young guys in these movies. <laughs> Um, let's see what we've got here. Um, this person there is actually an interesting one. Was like, I've always thought that Shang Chi was like a bad Iron Fist knockoff, not good enough for a movie. This was actually brilliant. Well, you know, character-wise, I'm not familiar with Shang Chi mm. in the MCU. Nor was I with Iron Fist. The great thing about Disney and Marvel at the moment is they take these, you know, they've got thousands of characters, and they just like, yep, I'm going to make you awesome. Mm -hmm. um, Mr. Mario, this is a fun one. Said, if this movie had happened in the early 2000s, Jackie Chan would have played Shang Chi. Yeah, and Sean William Scott would have been his best friend. <laughs> yes. <yeah. laughs> what movie is that? Uh, Bulletproof Monk. Yeah, I think. Yeah, no, Shanghai. 
No, that's the one with Owen Wilson. Yeah, and because uh, there's Shanghai, Shanghai and, and then Shanghai Sh- Noon. Shanghai Noon and Shanghai Night. Yes, that's it. Yeah. Oh, man. Poor Jack. Like, I loved them because I grew up watching those movies. And then I, obviously, of course, went back and watched Police Story and all the actually good Jackie Chan movies. Mm. And now he's like, he's still one of the highest paid actors in the world right now. As of 2016, second highest paid actor in the world. Behind The Rock, I'm assuming. Uh, I do not know um, if that was 2016. Uh, but let's have a look at his filmography. Always exciting to listen to someone <laughs> Google stuff. So the noughties, late 90s. So Rush Hour. Yeah. 1998. What a film, mate. Oh, Rumble in the Bronx. That's good in 95. Uh, but then, yeah, obviously he moves to the States. Yeah, Shanghai Noon. Rush Hour 2. The Tuxedo. Oh, with Jennifer Love Hewitt. Yes. So he's got a special tuxedo that turns him into a super spy. Yeah, it's very funny because like that is tailor-made for for Jackie Chan, that. Um, Then we've got Shanghai Nights, which is the uh, the sequel to Shanghai Noon, three years beforehand. Vampire Effect. Oh, that's a Hong Kong film? Yeah. The Medallion with Lee Evans. What? What? <laughs> what Lee Evans? Not, not the comedian not. Lee Evans. Because he was around... He was... Uh, it is that sweaty English stand-up Lee Evans. I can't spell medallion. Because he was in the Something About Mary a few years before. He was, and then he was in Mouse Hunt. Very funny in Mouse Hunt. In yeah, well, he's great. Huh. Now I'm just on the medallion. Anyway... Around the world in 80 days. Oh, yeah. That's the one. And then he kind of, yeah, he just rush hour three in 07, but then not so much uh, in Hollywood and did a lot more. So, so, I mean, you've got. Who would you have now? Like, because Jackie Chan, like, what you do with the Jackie Chan movies, we've just sort of gone through there. Rush Hour, you cast him alongside Chris Tucker to be like, he is the, the, the loud mouth of this group. When Jackie Chan's had to do the stunts, then you've got Owen Wilson doing it. Uh, then you've got Lee Evans doing it. Who are you casting now to be that guy against... Um, and it could, be a, it could be a girl as well, well 2021. It's, it's Kevin Hart. Oh, you're right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're right. Which is what he's got with The Rock right now. Like yeah. The Rock and Kevin well, Hart. And then maybe it can't be Kevin Hart thing, because he's already okay. doing that with... But, you know, Jack Black. Jack Black... Girl's an interesting one. I mean, Melissa McCarthy is the go-to comedy, mm-hmm. like slapstick person. Karen Gillan would be really fun as well. Actually, just I'm just going through the Jumanji cast now. Mm-hmm. But yeah, Karen Gillan would be awesome in that. The role. Rock. <laughs> hey, a Rock Jackie Chan team-up movie. Yeah. Trying to take down Arnold Schwarzenegger. Oh yeah! Hello, mate. Talk to me. Talk to Let's me. Let's do the Expendables again. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, man. Yeah, no, absolutely. I would have, I'd totally love that. All right, let's do a couple more of your comments here, and then we'll leave you for the day. Uh, Randy said, two dudes I watched talk about wrestling. Now talking about movies. Subbed, and I'm sitting down to watch this right now. And someone said, with a Siskel and Ebert of WrestleTalk, can't wait to see the new Shang-Chi movie. Should we introduce a thumbs-up rating system? 
That's what they did. They did, yeah. But I, I think we're, you know, in 2021, I think ratings are a bit passe uh, these days. I think is. What did you give AW All Out? <laughs> well, that's because I have to. It's because I have to. Because <laughs> people ask, people get annoyed if you don't give things a rating. Yeah, yeah. But it's like, I would argue that. I mean, just listen to what I've said and you'll, you'll, fi- you'll find out what I know from a, about a show or a movie by listening to what I've got to say about it as opposed to just an arbitrary number that I say at the end. That's my argument for it anyway. Um, right, well, let's leave you now. You've been given a fair amount of uh, assignments. So <laughs> click the video that's linked to you in the podcast description. Go and watch uh, this week's episode. Watch us re- uh, you know, react to the Matrix trailer live and in person. Um, and we will see you on next week's edition of the Cineworld podcast. What's on at Cineworld? I've been Luke Owen. I've been Ollie Davis. We'll see you next week.